the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Bob France, thank you. I heard you did a great job. And that's uh, it's a very sensitive issue to me because I feel a moral duty to be here every day, but it's absurd. I have to take some days off. And I take not many, as you, as you know. But I want you to be in truly interesting and important hands. He, so anyway, I heard great things about that. And I am, all right, we're good. I'm going to have, hopefully, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko on. The president of Brazil has the coronavirus tested positive, And he is taking hydroxychloroquine. So the man who is best known for advocating its use, Dr. Zelenko, in New York City, I'm going to have on as soon as we can make contact with him. And in the meantime, listen to this story because there's a true battle. I mean, it's the speed with which this this attempt to overthrow America has taken place. Uh, is uh, breathtaking. Detroit Free Press. And uh, what happened to that? That was funny. I just had it. Ford employees ask if companies should stop building police vehicles. An estimated 100 employees of Ford Motor Company have asked the automaker to reconsider building and selling police vehicles. These are uh, these are bad souls. All right, I have Doctor Vladimir Zelenko on the line. Doctor Zelenko, do you get any sleep? I'm sorry. What is sleep? Okay, that answers that. That proves, by the way, uh, your ethnicity. Answering a question with a question. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that the president of Brazil uh, has tested positive for the coronavirus and is taking hydroxychloroquine. My, f- I have a lot of questions because I know you have been in touch with Brazil and they have been in touch with you. First of all, I didn't see anywhere in the article that he's taking zinc. So um, I'm trying to verify that. Uh, I know Bolsonaro is a fan of mine. He actually translated one of my YouTube videos and went on air in Brazil in April. And he's, and his family has been very closely following my social media. And I'm dealing with uh, several major institutions in Brazil that have, have deployed my approach uh, and with good results. So uh, Bolsonaro is, I know for a fact, taking hydroxychloroquine and, and azithromycin. I'm trying to verify if he's taking things. Uh, so I don't want to speak without having that confirmed but either way he's doing really really well 
Um, he actually took it on uh, on air <laughs> uh, to show the show uh, the Brazilian public that it's safe. He's a real character. I like him actually. Well, if he uh, does well, they'll just say, oh, most people who test positive do well. Correct? Listen, I, I don't care what they say anymore. I'd rather speak directly to the American people and tell them, I have some very good news for you, American people and the people of the world. We have an answer to this terrible infection. We have a very effective way of treating it. We have a way that if you treat it properly, you have a 99.3% survival rate in high-risk patients and an 84% reduction in hospitalizations, which if scaled globally uh, is the end of this pandemic. It's a $20 treatment regimen by mouth. If you stratify high-risk patients and begin treatment in the first five days with zinc, azithromycin, and hydroxychloroquine, you have a 99.3% survival rate in high-risk patients, 100% survival rate in low-risk patients, and an 84% reduction in hospitalization. What that means is end of pandemic. And that's the good news. People are not dying from COVID. They're dying from ineffectual political leadership. So we need to scream up and have a nonviolent revolution against the establishment who is creating barriers to access of care of life-saving saving medication because they want to bring down this president and because they want big pharmaceutical companies to make uh, $3,200 a treatment of remdesivir instead of a $20 cheap generic drug treatment. So people are literally dying right now in the world, around 5,000 people a day, because of conflicted interests, political and financial. It's a crime Uh, against humanity. uh, It's uh, the level of genocide. Well, I I happen to essentially agree with you, and I have been taking hydroxychloroquine just as a prophylactic. So, uh, you too. too. Okay. Well, you you have a better reason. You're in contact with COVID patients more than I am. A lot more. Anyway, uh, it's it's clearly safe. I I get doctors who call me, and they're very angry. And one doctor. Uh, told me that I was, uh, we made a $1,000 bet uh, on the issue, interestingly, and uh, what will come out eventually with uh, all the various tests. But he raised the issue. I said, well, you tell me, uh, Dennis Prager, one other time where zinc treats an illness. And I, I couldn't come up with any. So what would you answer? Yeah, tell me one time where a bullet without a gun did anything. You know, you need a delivery system of the zinc into the place where it works. This person clearly doesn't understand medicine. Because I'm not saying, and I never said, that take zinc and everything will be fine. What I said is take hydroxychloroquine with zinc and everything will be fine. The reason why is you need to get the zinc into the cell where the virus is to kill it. Yes, no, I get that. So, but what would you? But still, his question remains: Where else in 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 medicine is zinc a a, a cure to something? What does it matter? Where else? I actually don't know the answer to that, except for the fact I could tell you: forty percent of the adult population is zinc deficient, and it causes uh, sensory neuropathies. It causes loss of smell and taste. So uh, that's significant. But the point is, the zinc has anti. Uh, viral properties. It, it stops RNA-dependent RNA polymerase or replicase. It's the enzyme that causes that makes the virus replicate itself. 
And if you block that mechanism, the virus cannot grow, and the immune system will then destroy the weakened enemy. So whatever his objections are, they're they're irrational. Because so tell me why why in your in opinion, and I take their calls. Uh, uh, you heard one once when you were on with me. Why why are so many doctors? I mean, they they just don't disagree on this. They are they are angry at me for uh, advocating it because they're they're stupid, and also they're on, on par of let's say you have a uh, uh, murderous uh, dictatorship and it has a military, and that military uh, is given orders to commit crimes against humanity, and people follow orders blindly. That's on the same level of of of. Uh, these types of people, they they don't, they're not capable of critical thought. They're not capable of analysis. They just follow whatever the murderous uh, governmental bodies that create false illusions, false narrative um, mandate, and they're afraid to take uh, the risk to think more about the patient's well-being than their own than themselves. That's why. So, do you have any latest test? I published a paper. It's available now on preprints.org. The process of being peer-reviewed. This paper is absolutely fundamental. I know it's on the president's desk. I know it's on Bibi Netanyahu's desk. I know Bolsonaro had it. I know that uh, the president of Ukraine has it, and most likely Putin has it. And what the paper shows is if you use what's called the Zelenko protocol, which I'll say again, risk stratify patients, identify the high-risk patients, Treat them within the first five days of symptoms with zinc, azithromycin, and hydroxychloroquine. And what you get is an 84% reduction in hospitalization and a 99.3% survival rate in high-risk patients. And all these patients in the study had proven, laboratory-proven COVID-19 diagnoses. It's a 100% study that's the only study that has 100% of the patients studied that had 100% confirmed diagnoses. This is a statistically significant, rigorous, bulletproof, ironclad study done with the best researchers. All right, where, where can people where can people see it? There's a website called the ZelenkoProtocol.com. Okay. ZelenkoProtocol.com. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. And please tell uh, tell Bolsonaro to take zinc. I will. Okay. Yep. President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text COMMIT, C-O-M-M-I-T, to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention again. That's COMMIT to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. Paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, everybody. Uh, It's a rare time, but I'm not going to take the call again from the same doctor in Cincinnati. So forgive me, doctor. I don't want to re-debate the issue. We have a $1,000 bet and to the other's favorite medical charity, and we'll keep it like that. Now, I, I at this point, except for the word stupid, uh, I agree with what the uh, doctor said. It is astonishing to me that something that even might work and that is incredibly harmless would be opposed by many doctors. It is astonishing to me.
But I take it back. It's nothing is astonishing to me anymore. So it is depressing more than it is astonishing. What harm could it do to you given that it has 50 years of use by people, some of them for, for 40 years themselves with no side effects? If uh, Not every doctor is this true of, but it is true of the elites, the, the, the FDA or whoever it might be. The fact that President Trump touted it is enough for them to oppose something that I believe it would cure the illness for, for all intents and purposes on planet Earth. So I'm going out on a limb. Every limb I've gone out on in my 35 years of broadcasting has turned out to be right. Doesn't mean that I won't be wrong on this. But I admit I'm going out on a limb, and I have contempt for opposition. There are some nice people who oppose it. I, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I can chew gum and walk at the same time. And uh, Bolsonaro is uh, is uh, president of uh, Brazil, and he is uh, he is taking it. He's not taking zinc, uh, but apparently even well, there is zinc that we have anyway in us, and through our food, and so the hydroxychloroquine sort of opens the portals for the zinc to do its work. I don't know why anybody who is tested positive would not take it in the first five days. I cannot conceive of a reason why you would not. Okay. Anyway, I I have not been susceptible to fads, and I'm taking it. I don't even have it. And to say that I have not experienced any side effect is... uh, it's like saying I don't experience any side effect from the vitamin C I take. All right. one eight Prager 776 So, Dr. Jack, we'll, we'll talk another time. I don't want to waste your time. Holding, uh, holding on there. Listen to this. I started the show with this but went to Dr. Zelenko immediately. An estimated 100 employees of Ford Motor Company have asked the automaker to reconsider building and selling police vehicles in light of controversy related to police, police brutality, and social justice. This is the Detroit Free Press. The issue has been raised by with Ford executives by employees during at least one virtual town hall and a series of letters sent to executives since the May 25th death of George Floyd. This is quite remarkable. Ford announced plans to pull its social media spending amid calls for action against misinformation and hate speech. You you understand misinformation and hate speech, when used by the left, are euphemisms for anything that dissents from the left. All truth and all information, according to those on the left, comes from the left. Everything else is misinformation and hate speech. It is not possible to overstate the threat to liberty in the United States at this time. I will read to you more of the letter at at another time. I have something else to share with you. 
This uh, actually, this th- what I'm going to share with you now uh, is. Uh, one there we go. What I'm going to share with you now has actually confirmed for me. Well, not confirmed. Actually, really opened my eyes to something. I I have studied communism all of my life. Many of you know that. I was a fellow at the Columbia University School of International Affairs. I was at the Russian and Middle East Institutes, two different institutes. But I specialized in communism, communist affairs, advanced seminar with Zbigniew Brzezinski, Mika Brzezinski's late father, who was eventually Jimmy, Jimmy Carter's national security advisor. My, I always wondered... Was communism possible in Russia and China because of pre-existing cultural conditions that allowed for such totalitarianism? For example, the czarist tradition in Russia and the Confucian tradition in China. So were these societies more susceptible to communist totalitarianism. And I thought that that was a factor. And a story out of Seattle now, which added to all the other stories I bring to you, now has me rethinking that theory. Leftist totalitarianism is possible anywhere even in the freest country in world history. These are our communists. I will read to you about people in Seattle who I have no doubt would have taken part in the Cultural Revolution under Mao. That America could produce such scum is very scary. There are bad people in every society, but when you have a movement that shapes vast numbers of people into bad people, You are in danger. Cult programming in Seattle. Last month, this is from City Journal. Last month, the city of Seattle's Office of Civil Rights sent an email inviting, quote, white city employees, unquote, to attend a training session on, quote, interrupting internalized racial superiority and whiteness, unquote, a program designed to help white workers examine their, quote, complicity in the system of white supremacy and interrupt racism in ways that are accountable to black, indigenous, and people of color. I will read to you more. These people would have participated in the Cultural Revolution under Mao. In other words, you don't need a background of the, and I'm not knocking Confucianism, but it has a very strong sense of state-centered power. And I am knocking the czars. You don't need czars. In freedom, you could produce communists. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, everybody. City of Seattle's Office of Civil Rights. 
inviting white city employees to attend training sessions. At the beginning of the session, he he uh, he apparently uh, knows about it or attended. That's the writer at City Journal. At the beginning of the session, the trainers explain that white people have internalized a sense of racial superiority which has made them unable to access their, quote, humanity and caused harm and violence to people of color. The trainers claim this is very important. These are direct quotes. Individualism, perfectionism, intellectualization, and objectivity are all vestiges of this internalized racial oppression and must be abandoned in favor of social justice principles. Do you understand what, what I just read to you? Individualism and objectivity are vestiges of internalized racial oppression and must be abandoned. It's an admission that truth is not a left-wing value. That's what objectivity is, truth. The people who do this would have been members of the Communist Party in the Soviet Union and would have happily sent people to the gulag who did not agree with them. I have never said this in my life, and now I am seeing it in my beloved country, the moral decline because of 50 years or more of leftism is f- there for you to see. And just like communism was built on lies, leftism is always built on lies. The lie here is all whites are racist and America is a racist society. That's right. That's how it's possible. Leftism can never survive on truth. That's why they're attacking objectivity. If you think there's an objective truth, you're a white supremacist. That's what they said in China. If you believe in objective truth, you're a capitalist, what was it, Uh, capitalist toady. Wow, it's happening here. The people in the city of Seattle's Office of Civil Rights are as scary to me as the people who send people to the gulag in the Soviet Union. And if they are not opposed and called out for for the evil that they are and are doing, we will lose. And I predict we will have re-education camps. In conceptual terms, the city frames the discussion around the idea that black Americans are reducible to the essential quality of blackness, and white Americans are reducible to the essential quality of whiteness. That is the new metaphysics of good and evil. I've said this for 25 years. They have substituted black and white, rich and poor, weak and strong, for good and evil. I... I always knew when I said these things that it didn't register in most people's consciousness. But since I had a blessed life, I just went on to the next day. But it was frustrating. I, I, wrote, I wrote this 25 years ago. 
the left does not divide the world between good and evil, but between black and white, rich and poor, race, gender, class. That's their trinity. Once the diversity trainers have established this basic conceptual framework, they encourage white employees to, quote, practice self-talk that affirms their complicity in racism and work on undoing their own whiteness. That's exactly what was done in the Cultural Revolution. You work on yourself to realize that your opposition to communism is fascist. As part of this process, white employees must abandon their white normative behavior and learn to let go of their comfort, physical safety, social status, and relationships with some other white people. The response that anyone taking this should be, go to hell. That's what you should say to these people. They will go to hell, but you should tell them to go there now. They picked that as a featured video at Real Clear Politics. It's a really important one. I want to remind you about Pure Talk for $20. If you're in AMAC, it's $10 a month. You can have unlimited talk and unlimited text and two gigabytes of data with Pure Talk. I've tried it out. I got a phone with the a, a new number. You don't have to, by the way. You can use your old phone, but I, I tested it with a new phone. Works great. It, in one case, I, I wasn't getting through on mine, and I got through on that phone. Dial pound 250, say the keyword Dennis Prager. Again, dial pound 250 and say Dennis Prager. They make it very easy to switch. That's Pure Talk USA. Simply smarter wireless. Okay, what is happening in Seattle? If, it, if you do not realize the threat to our society from the anti-racism movement, then you will realize it when you are a victim of it or a perpetrator. This is an astonishing thing, what they're telling people in Seattle, based on this gigantic lie that all whites are racist. So we're having racists. It's an odd thing because these are white racists telling, teaching the course. I'm a white racist to see if it's like if everybody is X, then X means nothing. Do you understand? If everybody is racist, every single white is racist, then it, it, it has lost its meaning. Well, of course it's lost its meaning. It's just the way... It's like anti-fascism enabled communists and anti-communism enabled Nazis. Anti-racism will enable our communists. White employees must abandon their white normative behavior. What does that mean? I guess believing in objectivity and individualism. And learn to let go of their comfort, physical safety. We should let go of our physical safety. What does that mean? No police? Let go of our physical safety? 
you, the, is there anyone listening who doesn't find Seattle's Office of Civil Rights frightening? These people are slime, my friends. These are slime. These are fascists. These are communist, fascist, whatever word you could use, that applies to Seattle's Office of Civil Rights. But there will be no, there will be no uh, pushback. You have to let go of your comfort, physical safety, social status, and relationships with some other white people. Who? Do I have to let go of my relationship with my wife? She's white. I was, uh, I was with a uh, black gentleman yesterday was married to a white woman. They were at my house. Does he... So is he married to a racist? And I guess he doesn't realize it? Don Lemon's partner in life is a white. Is, is he a racist? You see, they don't, they don't live what they preach. It's all a bunch of lies. Yeah. Did you know that? Don Lemon... Don Lemon's gay. It's not an issue here. The, and his uh, and his partner, I don't know if they're married, uh, is white. And let's see, got the, got quite a number of cases like that of these uh, prominent blacks married to whites. And are they married to racists? You know any Jews married to an anti-Semite? Be a bit bizarre, wouldn't it? As writer James Lindsay has pointed out, this is not the language of human resources, it is the language of cult programming. Persuading members they are defective in some predefined manner, exploiting their emotional vulnerabilities, and isolating them from previous relationships. Brilliant. B R I L I A N T. Brilliant. It's a cult. I never thought of calling leftism a cult. That's exactly right. Let's chant the right things. Let's remove you from your current situation. You cannot trust the people that you have trusted until now. You are defective. It's a cult. That's correct. And the best educated are the most likely to join the cult. Our colleges and high schools are a fraud. It started at college. Now it's trickled down to high school. Not every high school. Almost every college. Listen to this. The school system in Seattle released a curriculum explaining that, quote, math is a tool for oppression. Of course it is, because objectivity is racist. So you, you, uh, we should put this article up at DennisPrager.com. It is from City Journal, July 8th. Cult programming in Seattle. You need to send this out. If people, if people stop uh, allowing you access, then so be it. But you have to, you have to put things up. 
they they they're always shocked when a Republican wins the presidency because they don't hear they don't see how many of us there are who regard them as a lethal threat to decency. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, y'all. Dennis Prager here. Sabina in San Antonio, Texas. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I can't believe I'm I'm talking to you. Hmm. <laughs> you and uh, and Hugh Ross are uh, two of my favorite people. Um, I, I called your screener. Uh, I was sobbing at the at the time that I called, and I would want to apologize for that. But I told her I'm from uh, communist East Germany. And uh, we actually fled East Germany, my mother and my grandma and I, in 89, right before the wall fell. Um, And I uh, have been seeing little telltale signs uh, in America for many, many years um, of of communism or communist ideology. And um, this is scary. I'm I'm kind of freaking out. So I guess my question to you is, what what do you think... um, are we lost? Is there any coming out of this, or am I am I being a drama queen? You're not a drama queen. If you are, then I'm a drama king, and I <laughs> never have been. And I loathe the the, the trait of drama queenedness. Uh, but one who is not aware what of the movement toward communism in this country, of the totalitarian control of people's minds, of the of the cult like. Uh, characteristic of leftism like communism in East Germany uh, then one is doing what most people do with evil and that is denying it and so they focus on decent white people as the villains of the country when the left are the villains of the country I feel for you to have fled East Germany and then to see the Stasi reinstituted uh, in its nascent phases it's not fully obviously there but soon it'll be uh, tell us in class if your parents made a racist comment. It, it, it already exists. So listen, I, I feel for you. I mean, you had every reason to believe that you were coming to the freest country in the world. I feel for me. I had every reason to believe that America would continue to be free. Although I was warning of this my whole life. I hope we meet one day, Sabina. You have a, you have a right to cry. It is worthy of tears what the left is doing to this country. Yes, indeed. Let me. So let's uh, summarize some of your call. Steve in Phoenix, local businesses should fight back against their forced closure. It'll only work, Steve, if everybody does it. Every restaurant in Phoenix should open up. Have distancing, masks. With the, with the waiters and open up. You can't close every restaurant. You can't take the license away from every restaurant. We will be back. I'm Dennis Prager. 